Hello everyone, my name is Liam Piper, I am a Twitch streamer over at twitch.tv slash Liam Piper, and I'm also a retro speedrunner. I speedrun Super Mario World and Star Fox 2. I recently found the SNES podcast, and boy, it was a good decision. The two hosts, Greg and George, really bounce well off of each other, they've got very good chemistry. The game reviews they do go into such deep detail... And they cover pretty much every single aspect of the game that they review. I highly recommend the SNES podcast to anyone who is a fan of retro video games. SNES podcast with your hosts Soul Blazer and George. Super NES Podcast. This is episode number 52. Uh, this is one of your regular hosts, Greg, joined by other regular host, uh, George. That's me. And uh, we are covering um, another different type of game in this episode. Uh, in our ongoing quest to try to cover games that we've not yet featured yet in the podcast, uh, we are covering a, um, I guess you'd call it a breakout style game. Um, uh, we're looking at uh, Arkanoid, Do It Again, uh, which came out with the system in 1997. So, um, and uh, George and I decided, to, George and I decided to hit on this game partly because the fact that it's a it's of a genre that we hadn't done before, and also because it's a pretty light and breezy game to cover, because both of us have been super busy with real life and other things going on recently. So, um, and this is probably your first time playing this game, George. Uh, this game specifically, yes. Okay, you have some history with the Arkanoid series, though. Uh, kind of. I played Arkanoid clones on the PC before, um, and, you know, I played, like, Breakout and stuff like that, so. Mm. Well, obviously, Arkanoid is just a super, a super fancy version of Breakout, but we'll get into that. Yeah. You know, but we'll get into that, like, in a little bit. But, uh, um, um, so, it's curious you played clones about the actual Arkanoid games themselves, because this is the, this is the third game in the series. Um, so with Arkanoid and Arkanoid 2, Revenge of Dill coming for this one. 
So it's strange that you've played clones, not the actual official games. Uh, that's what happens. <laughs> you know, sh- shareware and all that is a thing. So. Did you ever play this like in the arcades, though, or just the home versions? No, just the home versions. Okay, well... This- well, this game's very different, like an arcade, for, for um, uh, like a couple reasons. But they um, doesn't it have like some kind of like dedicated controller setup. Bingo! That's one major. Uh, uh, there's one big difference for it. What so, what is it? Is it just like a dial or a spinner? Okay. Yeah. So that makes like, sense. But um, so Arkanoid is an ongoing franchise that was that was created and that was created, developed, and published uh, by Japanese by Japanese by Japanese game company uh, Taito. Uh, which is which is one of the longest longest going and most interesting Japanese gaming companies. Um, Taito has a pretty interesting history. Uh, they date back to uh, the, the original company dates back the original company dates back nineteen dates back nineteen fifty three. And like and like Sega, it was also and like Sega, despite the fact it was despite the fact that it was based in Japan, uh, like it was founded by a foreigner. Um, like in this case. <laughs> In this case, a Russian, a Russian businessman uh, by the name of Michael Kogan. Um, they started off importing. They started off importing and distributing vending, uh, vending machines. And interesting side note: they were also the first company to distill and sell vodka um, in Japan. Also, <laughs> so that's. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey. You whatever brings in the money, right? <laughs> so, sometimes I feel like these developers were drinking vodka. Well, I mean, he's Russian, so I mean, he's probably he probably did partake of vodka on a, on a regular basis. So <laughs> he probably wanted to get a good supply of vodka like in Japan. Awesome so. stereotyping. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing how it's amazing how much the Taito's history uh, kind of parallels Sega's because Sega also because Taito also like Sega eventually branched out into doing juke branched out like doing like jukeboxes. Um, and they started making, and they started making, uh, started making like, started making electrical mechanical arcade games in the sixties. So are you telling me they were a jukebox hero? Mm, they may have been. <laughs> I don't know how their games were perceived in Japan. I'm sure the, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure title brand jukebox is probably can a pretty, a pretty good sum of money these days as collector's items. Probably. But, uh, jukeboxes. Jukeboxes are still a thing. There's no companies out there making them, so. Um, but they're like digital jukeboxes. Most of them. Most of them. There are some. There are some old. Aren't, there are some old-fashioned jukeboxes that you can still buy. Aren't there ones that actually have like CDs in them? Yep, and there are, and you can still buy and and I know of at least one brand that at least I, I know at least one brand still makes jukeboxes that play records. I've. Uh, it's been years and years since I've seen. Uh, a classic style jukebox anywhere, mm. um, and I've never seen the CD ones, um, but I've I see the digital ones like everywhere now. Yeah, yeah, digital ones are pretty nice too because you can like program them, program them on the fly, so you can always like download like new stuff for them and whatnot. But... Right, but then there are those people that just want to have fun and they play a song that nobody will like. <laughs> they, right, they just la- they hide in the corner and they laugh. Mm. So, Taito first made their first video game uh, in 1973, um, and the company didn't really have any great hits for about five years. But then everything changed in 1978 when they came out with a little, you know, this little, you know, this little hardly known, uh, hardly remembered uh, uh, the video game of the name of Space Invaders. And, Space uh, what? <laughs> yeah, Space Invaders, kind of like what's, a. What's that game about? 
Oh, kind of like a, a simple or simple vertical shooter where you're like trying to blast like 20 rows of aliens. But... Oh, that sounds really boring. <laughs> I don't see why you would catch on. Um, so, um, so Taito, um, Arkanoid is probably one of the most well, uh, uh, Arkanoid is probably, probably one of the most well-known franchises beyond, uh, outside Space Invaders and also outside of Bubble Bobble, which is another franchise, uh, franchise, uh, franchise that's still, uh, uh, that uh, the show going strong today. Um, Taito themselves, however, um, uh, went through some lean times in uh, some lean times in the 90s. They shut down their U.S. operations and uh, operations operations in 1995. And 10 years ago, the company 10 years ago the company was bought by Square Enix. I so, did not know this. Yeah, they're still in business today. Uh, I knew uh, that much, but uh, I, as I did not know they were they were bought out. Yeah, uh, there's. <laughs> Uh, they are they are they are a subsidiary of Square Enix. They're still making games, but they're uh, mm. uh, but they're not publishing games under the title label anymore. No. Uh, title titles games are being distributed by Square Enix or few like other companies. So, um, but they also some other some other uh, some other like uh, famous games that title was known for: uh, Chase HQ, uh, Gunfight, the Lufia games on, on Super NES. Uh, 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 which we have to cover some point. Oh yes. Um, uh, but uh, so Arkanoid itself originally came out uh, like in arcades in 1986, um, and this is a game that uh, was that, that, uh, that this is a game that 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 had a dedicated spinner, as we said, uh, to allow for the easier uh, to allow for easy user easy handling like the paddle. Um, and, and also got ported to numerous systems uh, like the day. Uh, the NES version, of the, the NES version of the game is one of the most, uh, uh, one of the most popular, uh, like the home versions. And collectors take note: the the original NES version of the game shipped with a special controller, uh, that's known as the uh, Vosses controller, named after the ship in the game, uh, that has a spinner dial on it. And that controller is incredibly hard to find these days. How do you, how much do you figure it goes for? I did not do an eBay search, but I've heard. Uh, but I've heard that. Uh, but I've heard mint, pristine working units, uh, unit units of this can go anywhere from two hundred from two hundred to three hundred dollars. Oh, that is much cheaper than I thought. Wasn't it? <laughs> That's still a good amount of money. But... You don't need the controller to play the game. Uh, no, but it's, uh, it's right. probably better a better experience. It is, yes, and I, more I, closer I, to the arcade. Right, I, I played it both yes. ways back when it came out, and it's definitely a lot easier. Like the uh, definitely a lot easier, like special controller. I'll tell you what, playing Arkanoid with a controller is not. Very great. We had mixed experiences with that, so we'll get that you know a little bit. But they, yeah. um, um, Arkanoid just basically the best way to describe Arkanoid is Arkanoid is like just like a fancy version of Breakout. Um, I'm assuming I'm assuming everybody out there knows what Breakout is, but just in case, uh, Breakout is Breakout's an old Atari arcade game from the 70s. We have to you have a paddle and a ball and a line. Uh, and several lines of blocks. You're just trying to simply bounce the bounce the ball and the blocks, destroy all of them uh, to move on to the next stage. Um, Arkanoid is kind of like Arkanoid was described by one magazine at the time as being like mostly inspired by uh, Breakout, but also having but also having elements of Pong, Space Invaders, and Pac-Man thrown into it. Also, uh, I, I don't know about Pac-Man, but 
Well, the Pac-Man elements because of the because of the because of the maze-like elements of the game because uh, because Arkanoid came out with Arkanoid has numerous numerous uh, patterns of the stages as you, as you go through the game. That feels like a stretch, though. Mm. Well, I'm not. I'm not the one. I'm not the one who made the comparison. I, I'm just reporting on it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I I know that. I just I'm just saying. In general, it's just it that uh, feels like a. I can see why that person would say that, but that's that's kind of a stretch. Uh, also, 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 like what made Arkanoid like Arkanoid unique was the ability to was the ability was the ability as you went through the game uh, to get power ups. Uh, certain blocks you hit would come down. Uh, it would trigger capsules to come down, and if you grab the capsules, the capsules slide your ship. Uh, you can gain various very helpful power-ups, or uh, very unhelpful power-ups. Yes, but uh, most of them are helpful. Um, I not with the stages I played. A lot of them were just like, <laughs> I don't know, we're gonna shrink your paddle down to like nothing. Yeah, that one sucks. But the one that gives you double length is very nice. Uh, there's also power-ups. At least, at least in the original game, there's power-ups. There's, there's power-ups. There's, there's power-ups that allow you to be able to catch the ball, uh, and you, you push the button to decide when you want to launch it. Uh, there's also one to slow the ball down. Um, there's also one that splits the ball like in a three. So you have like, like three balls going around at once. There's also there's also one there's also one that's stage uh, that's a stage end one that opens up a, that opens up a, a warp hole inside of the screen that you can decide to power three if you want uh, you, you want you to go on the next stage. And my personal favorite, the laser blaster. We can like your ship like grow like laser cans 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 you can just like start blasting away uh like other blocks. I never got that power up, but I am aware of it. Yeah, it's a great power up. So of course, of course, I was not lucky enough to to get any of that. <laughs> Uh, that's that's good. I had to I had to suffer playing this game. Well, I mean, I I didn't hate this game and I didn't dislike this game. So, mm. well, this is the third game. This is the third. This is the third game in the franchise. Like the franchise, like I said earlier, yeah. uh, there was there was a souped up enhanced version of Arkanoid released the following year called uh, called like an Arkanoid Tournament Edition, but that never got like a home release. That was just simply like an upgrade, like an upgrade, like the arcades. Okay. Um, you. you you know that was common back then. Arcade, uh, the arcade owner would want to get some more money coming to his machine, so he'd buy an upgrade kit. So Flex would get like you know like a new marquee, a, a new marquee, a new board, and just like slot the new board in, change out the marquee, and voila, like you know, enhanced game. So, but uh, um, the true sequel, Arkanoid 2: uh, Revenge of Doe, uh, came out uh, two years later in 1987. The name the names play upon the story of the game. There is a, there, there is a story to the, uh, there is a story a story to the game. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty simplistic, but the basic story goes like how um, there is a ship called Arkanoid that fled of a planet. Originally, the game the original game made them out to be aliens, but newer games the franchise have given the, have given have given distinctive distinct impression these are actually humans. Uh, who fled Earth after some kind of like you know a great disaster like before the planet? Hey, humans can be aliens. True, but uh, um, so 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 like so this, like, like this great colony ship Arknoid is trying to find a new planet to settle on, uh, and they got trapped by and they got trapped by this like malicious uh, space entity uh, force known as Dole, which looks like a giant moa head. Um, to and try to get and can try to com- and, and to try to combat Doe, they send out a little scout ship which is called Vossus, uh, spelled V A U S, uh, to try to combat. 
by battling a ball back and forth across blocks. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense, but just go with it. <laughs> um, I, so, I, it, it's very interesting that they put a story to this. Mm. Um, and, well, he, but that's like that's like making a chess game mm. and having the story being about aliens coming to Earth and and if they beat you at a game of chess, they get to kill. Well, I'm not making this up. Person. Check out the original like marquee screen, like the original like ah uh, the arcade game. There's actually. Well, no, 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 I'm not saying yeah. that you're making it they're up. Actually, I'm just yeah. I'm just saying it's. They're actually they're actually yeah. they're actually is like a 10 second a 10 second uh, 10 second opening story scene that uh, that tells the story about like Arkham coming under attack and the boss is being launched to save the ship and blah blah. blah. And that kind of stuff. So, okay. Um, 2 was just, uh, uh, was just kind of like an enhanced version of the original Arkanoid with like new stages and some new power ups added onto it and whatnot. So, curiously enough, as a side note, Arkanoid was one of the few games that my dad would actually play. Uh, my parents were tired of my game playing growing growing up, but they didn't really get the appeal of it, and they, um, and it was, and they almost never joined me playing playing games. Uh, it was real struggle to get them to play anything with me. So uh, my mom would play something like space, um, something sorry, like something like um, something like Jeopardy, Real Fortune with me on occasion, uh, like on the computer. And my dad would play Tetris. He, Tetris, like, he liked Tetris. Um, he sometimes would play uh, Tecmo Bowl with me. But um, we, but whenever he took me like the arcades, uh, pretty much one of the things, pretty much pretty much one of the things that he would play while waiting for us would be the pinball or Arkanoid. So, um, yeah, I uh, uh, like I was 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 yeah, I'm, I'm actually surprised I haven't made a table. Well, Taito never made pinball games. Well, so. no, I'm, but they can license it out to somebody. They could, I, I guess. Pinball, pin, pinball was going through a kind of uh, uh, a kind of depressed period in the like '80s when this was popular, so that's probably why I never. Oh, happened. maybe I should have sought help. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, curiously enough, 1987 saw the release of not one but two Arknoid games. Um, there was both Arkanoid, there was this game, Arkanoid Do It Again, which came out only on the Super NES, and there was also, and, and, and there's an Arkanoid game called Arkanoid Returns, that came out, that came out both originally, 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 like an arcade game, and it also got a PlayStation release. Oh! Alright then. So, that has some very trippy backgrounds to it, and some very, like, you know, some really enhanced far out stages really taking advantage of the, they were they were taking advantage like the, taking advantage uh, taking advantage of like you know, of the of the, the, the 32-bit processor that the, uh you know the playstation has so yes and yeah there and uh arkanoid Ark, and arkanoid still going on today uh, newer games, like newer games in the series, included the like the uh like the arkanoid ds which came in 2007 oh uh, Ar- uh, Arkanoid Live and Arkanoid Plus, uh, which were which were home releases of the game on like things like uh, Xbox Live and um, and PlayStation Network in 2009. Oh, you know what I remember? I actually remember seeing that on mm-hmm. there. Yeah. yeah, fun games. And I've not and I've not checked this one out, but this sounds 
but the name alone has me very, the name alone has me very very intrigued. The most newest Arkanoid game, which came out last year, Arkanoid versus space, Arkanoid versus versus Space Invaders. You know what? I heard of that too. What platform is that on? I do not know. Uh, oh, okay. Let me uh, let me find out like real quick. Um, I should have known that you were going to ask me that. <laughs> but, yeah. I always ask these questions, Greg. Uh, the name alone has me like has me curious. Oh well, of course. But I, what I what I feel like it is is just Space Invaders. But to destroy them, you just play Arkanoid, <laughs> which would be annoying because that means the blocks would be moving. Yes. So mm. um, so yeah, Arkanoid. So Arkanoid DS, I played a little bit. That's a fun game. It, it just um, it's like just kind of like you know like a handheld version. Is that a rare game? Ah, uh, I don't know how rare that one is. Because if it's cheap, I will most definitely pick it up. Hmm. Given how it's 2007, it probably is somewhat rare by this point. I mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> because I, cause I know that weird thing happened with um, uh, Tetris DS. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like expensive now to get a copy of that game but it's one of the oh, okay. best versions of tetris uh, yep. on there arkanoid versus space invaders like a mobile game oh it's a mobile game okay yep. so okay graphics graphics are pretty trippy actually from like these screenshots how does that control i guess do they have like touch buttons i would, or, I would imagine either touch screen or you could probably just use like a gamepad um uh, you, I would actually, although I don't like it too much, I would probably prefer uh, gyro control or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, Arkanoid Do It Again was released, was released, like I said before, specifically for the Super NES. Um, it, uh, this is a late Super NES game. It came out in Japan originally in January in January of '97, and, and then it got released in North America um, in, like in November, like, like November '97. So definitely a bargain release, kind of toward the tail end of the Super NES lifestyle. That is pretty late. Yeah. Curiously enough, this game only got released in five countries. Um, I guess Taito felt the game. The, I guess Taito felt because of the limited appeal of the game versus how late it was that the, that they were very selective marketing this game. It, it only ever came out in Japan, U.S., Canada, U.K., and Australia. Well, U.K. is not a country, but okay. I I'm sorry. I just have to be very technical. We do have U.K. listeners listening to this podcast, George. So you may want to apologize to them. Well, no. I mean, the U.K. is built up between. Um, three major countries. It's not one country itself. It, it is officially a nation. Well, it doesn't make it a country. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> See? I don't have to apologize for anything. I acknowledge them as different countries built upon together. Mm. Anyway. So, <laughs> so, um... So this game, as mentioned before, there's two ways to control this game. You, you either... You, uh, the... Like either can use the controller, which works fine, um, or and I'm surprised this game has both work considering how late it was. You could the, the, this game also has the, the, uh, the, uh, this game was also was also one of a handful of games that has support the Super NES mouse. Yeah, you t- you told me this uh, right before we were recording, and I did not know that. <laughs> so I've been playing the game the least preferred way all this time. Yeah, the mouse works. The mouse works okay in emulation. I imagine probably the real thing that the real thing might be like very easy to use. I don't know about that. The that that mouse is very rough. 
but uh, yeah, I mean, like you can, yeah, the game, the, the game, the game plays fine with controller. Like I was able to beat the game way back the way back when with the controller only. Oh, it, but, it most definitely plays fine with the, the mouse is probably easier. Yes, especially for someone like me, because it's uh, the the paddle either goes slow or it goes way too fast. Mm. And it's like, how do I how do I come how do I create a happy medium here? <laughs> you know? uh, do so, I just keep uh, pressing the button randomly? <laughs> or? Well, the controls of this game are pretty simple. You just have the I I you just have the pad uh, to move them to move to move the bosses back and forth. Left, right, and, A and B. Yep. yep. That's basic, and 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 uh, start for pausing the game. Yep, that, that's pretty much all there is to it. Yeah, there you go. So um, you can play the game either one player or two player. Um, there's um, uh, two player is competitive unless you use. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, two two player two player is cooperative unless you use special code. Uh, there is there is there is a code that you can there is a code the code that you can put on uh, they put on uh, uh, on the menu screen to unlock a two player battle mode. Cooperative Arkanoid sounds like fun. Mm. Um, yeah, you just like take turns. Basically. Have you have you played two player before? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fun. Okay. So um, there's also there's also password there's also password features in this game because this game can be quite long. Um, I thought the speed run for this game online is just over two hours. Wow. Okay. So. Um, yeah, um, this 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 version of the game does not really offer anything totally revolutionary over the previous games in the series, but this offers some new stuff. Um, it, it, it just it's just pretty much bigger, better, faster, uh, faster stronger, stronger, kind of like <laughs> yeah, uh, like the games because um, this game this game actually picks up the same story that the previous games had uh, five years after the events like of Arkanoid. They're actually they're actually they're actually a story a story sequence. Your story sequence when you first start the game, um, like the commanders talking about you know how long they've been in space. They're still trying to find a planet, a planet by how they, by how they convinced that even they defeated twice that Doe's still out there. So um, the game starts with them detecting what looks like uh, what looks like a, what looks like a, what looks like a Terra class planet, and they send out the bosses to to investigate, but it turns out to be a trap. So, uh, like, like the game goes through, you're trying to avoid all the traps and obstacles that Doe has put out for you by the Thomas method of again shooting a block off of uh, you by shooting a ball off blocks. <laughs> just don't think, yeah, just don't think too hard about it. Um, you know, it makes sense. This is how I. This is what I wish war was in real life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, and and every every time you start a level, you you were greeted by a little tune, and that's that's a nice little thing. The same it, tune, the same tune like the original game too. You know, like yeah. So yeah, very cute. It gets it get, it gets annoying if you've been playing for quite a while, but mm. and that's not that's the only music you hear in the game. Yeah, I had mixed feelings it's, about that. Um, because you know, I I prefer to hear music, but the thing is. How do you do music right for that? Because the, the pace is kind of slow for that game. Yeah. Even when the ball's going fast, it, it still has some kind of a, a yeah. slow pace. Yeah, the sound effects are very good. The sound effects are still the same sound effects that the series has always had. Yeah. Um, and the sound effects also the sound, the sound the sound effects can also be very helpful helpful with gameplay. Uh, for example, there for example there are some blocks that you can only destroy by hitting them five times. For example, and, and those blocks give a different ping sound compared to other kinds of blocks. 
So, um, and when you get, and yeah, when you, when you get later on in the game and things get fast and furious, you're hearing a lot of ping, 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 ping. So, um, it really helps to help the, it really helps, it really helps to set the scene. Um, but some music, I think, but some music, I think that would have been nice also. Yeah. Again, I don't know if that would be easy or not, but. <laughs> Some kind of music would be nice. Because Arkham Knight Return uh, the, 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 has a soundtrack to it. So, uh, but then again, but then, but then again, the PlayStation had had the PlayStation was a bigger format than Super NES was. So most definitely because you could actually put recorded sound on mm-hmm. it. Right. So I mean, actually, like, you had to. <laughs> so I, like so after a while, um, but I never actually got tired of the sound effects of the game. I mean, like you know, I, I kept the sound. Um, I, I thought I would tire of it, but, but I kept the sound on like all game long. It so. most definitely reminds me of Pong because sometimes mm. it's it's boom, bink, yeah, boom, yeah. bink, and I'm not you know I'm not making fun of Pong, but no, 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 <laughs> um, not at all. Pong's the best game ever, um, but. When there's no music and it keeps, oh, you hear the pinging. It's like, okay, I get it. Yeah, where's the music? Because it does, it can, it can grate on you. There, the so there are levels that I played where all I heard was the pinging and the ball never came back to the paddle. It was always like hitting like a corner that hit the the opposite corner and it would come down and hit like indestructible block or something and come back up and it would like be in a loop and all I heard was just the pinging and nothing <laughs> else. It's like this is this is great. I can't get that last block and all it's doing is basically going in the same path it was going and now I have to wait for one of these weird spiral enemy ships or whatever to come out and bounce it into a different direction because it, it is stuck where it is. The enemies, the enemies are good for that reason because yes, because without that, the original game had them also, but this game has to do This game has to do This game has new variations on them. Um, the enemies can, can, can hinder you. It's very frustrating to have a perfect shot ruined by an enemy coming out, uh, coming out suddenly to you. But uh, toward the end of the game, you're trying to get that last annoying block. Those enemies often can be your best bet. And, if you, and there's some, and, there, and there's some, and, and there, and there is a lot of strategy to this game also, which is one of the things I really enjoy. Uh, uh, you know, I really enjoy about Arkanoid. Both the final line of your shot to be able to get the best shot up there, and also, and also sometimes you can strategically hit an enemy to to, hit the, to to make the ball go off at a certain angle to get some hard to reach blocks. Yeah. So. The thing is, there there's an enemy that um that that does some kind of uh, like shock shock kind of thing. Oh yes, I know. What and about. I've had my ball stuck there. I've had it thrown back at me because of that. I oh, man, <laughs> those things never help me out. So yeah, I mean the gameplay for this is pretty basic. I mean like you, you're just you're just like trying to you're trying to you're just trying to destroy all the blocks on the on the stage and move on to the next one. Um, but like I said, you know strategically placing a ball is helpful. If you can get that ball up there, like you can knock out a side gap, for example, and get your ball up there at the top, and then you just have the delightful the delightful sound of just of just a constant ping 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 as you're like destroying the blocks up there and getting power ups power ups like rain down on you. Uh, that's a blast. Uh, when we pull that off, like it's so good, especially in the latest ages. Yep. 
and this, and 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 so, what do you think about the stage design, George? Uh, did you like the stages? Uh, now, when you when you say stage design, do you mean like the laying out of blocks, or do you mean like the backgrounds, or what? Uh, primarily the blocks. But you can talk about the backgrounds too if you want to. I mean, I, I I didn't look at the backgrounds too much, but they they look pretty. Um, yeah, I like how this game fine. has backgrounds. Your other game didn't. Yes. So. And 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 trying to imagine what it's like to play Arkanoid without some kind of background, like it just being some kind of solid color or maybe yeah. a gradient. Yeah. Mm. Because the backgrounds in this game are just eye candy. Uh, yeah, as much as much as you don't pay attention that much to the background, it still adds something there. Yeah, yeah. Because you will you believe it or not, you will see it. And if you just saw a solid color, that kind of, I don't want to say ruins it, but it kind of brings it down a little bit. Makes it feel more, like a, yeah, yeah, makes it, yeah, makes it feel more, like a, uh, it makes it, makes it really feel like a proper, a proper, a proper new and improved Arkanoid game. Really makes it a 16-bit game, I think. Yes. Uh, to, uh, to kind of have those, to kind of those background graphics. Um, the stages, I thought, were pretty well designed. Uh, there are some annoying stages, but I, but I, I would I would say that the annoying stages were were very early on uh, because uh, what was it? There was this one stage where you couldn't break these blocks and there was only like five blocks inside of that. Oh, I know what you're talking to, about. Yeah, yeah you had yeah. to either teleport the ball in there or you had to. So I I played I played that stage and I was sitting there for a while. I never lost the ball, but it kept coming back to the paddle and I was never able to hit the the teleportation thing hmm. and eventually it just went over the top block and just hit all the bricks and i was like okay that's yeah okay it can be frustrating sometimes so sometimes you get the right angle lined up um yes but when you when you finally do do it it's a great feeling i just and the problem is i there's not enough i feel there's not enough precision with the controller compared to the mouse because um, trying to get that one angle is not easy when you're also trying to make sure the ball doesn't go through the floor. Um, also, I also I, I I noticed that um, when I try moving the paddle, um, when I wanted to get the ball into a different angle, it doesn't take that movement into consideration. It just takes into consider- consideration of what angle the ball is hitting the the paddle and not the paddle moving on top of it. Mm. So I move the paddle to the right when the ball is coming and, and you would think it would go the other way, but it just, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Once you learn the angles and the, and the, and the English, I guess, for lack of a better term, uh, that I prefer the, Swedish, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that the ball uh, like in the game has, uh, it makes it a bit easier. You definitely, there definitely is a learning curve, uh, learning curve like this game. Uh, you have to get used to, you have to get used to various power ups and the enemies and how to be able to best move the paddle and the angles the ball takes and everything else like that. But once you, once you do that, it really helps. And the thing is, I played this with like different, I played this different ways. I played this on a touch screen. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> and I've, I've played this with a controller and it's, uh, using controllers fine, but using the mouse is so much better. Mm. Uh, the only thing is I was using my mouse that I use for playing games on my computer. Um, and that is tuned for that. 
So going into Arkanoid with a mouse setup for that was not ideal, mm-hmm. but it's it still worked better than the controller. Right. Yeah. So we t- like we like we touched on it a little bit, um, but the graphics for this game, what they are, are quite good. I mean, this is not a graphical powerhouse. Um, it, I mean, how how would you make it though? Yeah, exactly. I mean, but yeah. what it is, the graphics are very nice. Oh, they're they're definitely nice. I had no issues with anything. Uh, there's enough. The ball looks nice. Yep. There's and, enough. Uh, the colors I thought were the, the colors I thought like well picked for the most part. There's enough variety about the backgrounds uh, to keep things interesting. Um, um, the um, uh, there uh, the there, there's nice, there's some nice shimmering effects when you hit a block, for example, um, like a whatnot. So yeah, I mean, the, I mean, it's the, I mean, it's basically the same graphics that the early games have, just like you know, spiced up a little bit uh, to give to, to give it more of a 16-bit look. So yeah, for what it is, the graphics are quite good. Yeah. So this game pulls a very nasty trick on it. <laughs> um, and you, and it erases you, the, the game ROM off your cartridge when you get to round 25. No, it does something <laughs> almost as frustrating, though. Uh, you, Wait, what's almost as frustrating as the game actually erasing its ROM? Uh, you, you beat the game when you actually don't beat the game. Oh, so it's like Ghosts and Goblins? or But it's it twice. It, it pulls that trick twice in this game. Oh, <laughs> so altogether, so all, so all together, this game, all together, this game, all together, this game, this game is huge. This game, is, this game has nine nine rounds to it. Um, oh wow, I didn't is, even really scratch the surface. Which is which is more than which is more than double what the other games in the franchise had. But um, you think you. You, but but you think you beat the game after round thirty three though because uh, because after round thirty three um, you have a boss fight against the yeah, boss fight against the Doa uh, which is how the earlier games ended also with a boss fight against this thing um, so you're thinking okay you know end the game again boss fight you know uh, been there done that no prob so you think you so but but after you finish that round though. Um, you find out that the planet was a hoax, and the dough actually, and the dough actually has you going into another trap sequence. So you're like so, like so, you like so you get victory snatched, uh, victory snatched away from you, and you go through another three, uh, uh, and you go through another three, and you go through another th- uh, third three rounds of gameplay. Cool. Um, and then again, around sixty-six, and then again, round sixty, round sixty-six, same thing. Boss fight, fake ending. Go do it again. So, and then finally, after round 99, however, there's a very neat trick uh, after the the very uh, uh, um, neat trick after that, however, where times are like where times are going back, uh, backwards um, as you uh, as the bosses get trapped up um, in the whatever effect the dough is causing, um, and it finally breaks itself free to find an actual planet. Um, and the people, you know, the game ends, and the game ends with them. With, the game ends with them finally, finally having found their new planet to live on. Um, and then it kind of ends with a very nice sequence of like how uh, a t- uh, you know a TV a TV screen kind of like you know like telling a story like you know like like you just watched everything happen like happen in like a like a TV movie for example. And, and um, like the TV clicks off, and that's the end of the game. So 
pretty nice effect there at the end. It was all a dream. <laughs> Not quite, but almost. <laughs> it was all a TV show. <laughs> so, yeah, that, uh, back when, I, yeah, I first played this game back when it came out, like, it was, like, weekend rental, and having that trick point on me not once but twice was damn frustrating. I, I, I would think it would be. It's like, oh, I beat the gate. Oh, no, I didn't. Dang. All right. Let's keep playing. All right. I beat the gate. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's it's good that the game gives you unlimited continues, though. Yes, it does. Uh, but, and the password feature is very good, also. The password, um, uh, like every stage... Uh, uh, like every stage, like every stage has a password has a password for it, and the, pa- the passwords are not that long to enter. So no, but you, it's kind of easy to confuse a few things. Like fives look like S's. You know, stuff yeah, like that. that's yeah, it's power for the course for games this time period. So they but, should have just been pictures. Pictures? How would that work? You just I don't know. You put images there, and, and then you just select the image, so you don't <laughs> have to worry about what the letters are. You just have different pictures with patterns and stuff. I don't know. They did it for a few games and it worked better. Um, so there are cutscenes also. Like like there are there are, there are some there are some short there are some there are some short cutscenes uh, for those two fake endings and also for the, uh, like and also like and also like the true ending of the game that looked like the same style and graphical graphicals used uh, like the intro of the game. So um, the boss fights with Doe are very difficult because he has he, because he has two arms that keeps like moving around up and down trying to like both smash the ball like and also like smash the bosses. So you have to like uh, as you're trying to you're trying to as you're trying to both get the ball up past him to hit him in the head while also trying to avoid it uh, like his hands coming down to smash the paddle. So that does sound annoying. So it's like 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 so these are tough boss fights. So but but it's a nice variety. Um, the, um again keeping the original games to have a boss fight here so it's uh, uh, so it's pretty fun. So. It was it was interesting to to have a boss battle in this type of game. Yeah, the original game had it too, like I said, um, and just like I, I think it's a, I think it's a nice way to be able to do it. I, I, I think about, I think they want some way to actually give the game a, a definite finish because Breakout Breakout obviously they had a finish to it. So yes. at least, so at least having boss battle gives the game an actual an actual an actual ending the the, uh, the ending part to it and some closure. So. So as I said before, there is a code you can enter. There, a code you can enter on the option screen to unlock to, to unlock a two-player battle, uh, two-player battle mode, which is split screen, and the two play, um, and and, uh, and you kind of battle get uh, battle against one another, uh, uh, you know, which is like pretty fun. Um, is there a code for a dance party? No, unfortunately. Oh, man. Um, all the codes for all the stages, though, are available online. Uh, Obviously. <laughs> on, on Game Epic QE. If you just want to hop to like a certain stage for a certain, certain stage to try it out or whatnot. So, um, final thoughts. Uh, this game's a lot of fun. Uh, it, um, uh, it can be addictive. Uh, it, definitely has, um, you, you, um, it definitely has that, you know, just... Want to keep trying? Want to make to try and want to make the next stage because there's enough variety and randomness and randomness like of the like the stages. The power up, for example, are random. You never um uh you may get you may get a laser blaster for for one time through and, and you may get the uh the stage warp the next time through. So um there's that randomness 
along the along along the along the fixed set pattern about the blocks and for every stage makes a nice makes a nice gameplay balance I thought. Um, and definitely, yeah, definitely makes you want to keep trying again because you may be bad, because you may bad luck, bad luck the stage the first time around, but maybe your luck be better than uh, on the next time around. Of course, also vice versa, uh, I may be true. So, um, it's not it's not too long to finish. Like I said, like I said, I was able to beat the game back then, uh, like as a weekend playthrough. Um, and like I said, there is a speed through, uh, there, there is a, there is a speed, uh, walkthrough, uh, well, sorry, a speed video online for like two hours, uh, of the game, but. You mean a speed run? Uh, yeah, speed run, yeah. Okay. Um, average person could probably, an average person could probably, could, could, could probably, could probably beat the game in maybe about like 60, uh, uh 68 hours, if I want to say, but. That's a good amount of time. Yeah, it is. So. There's, so there's definitely some gameplay on here. I mean, like, if you buy this game, you will be disappointed, I, I think, because if you enjoy breakout or breakout style games, um, you enjoyed other like other Arkanoid, like Arkanoid games. This game, is, this game in some way is just like more of the same. But I think the addition of all these stages and uh, and, and, and these, uh, plus these challenging layouts uh, makes for a very different and unique gameplay package. Uh, for this one, all the Arkanoid games I think are worth playing for various reasons, but this one definitely stands out uh, because of the very challenging stages and gameplay design for it, um, and also the and also the fake double double fake endings uh, that really kind of that really kind of frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is your first time playing the game, George. Um, and like and like we said before, you, you don't have a lot of history playing Arkanoid like Arkanoid games. Um, what do you think about this game like overall? Did you enjoy it? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a really cool game. I if you can play with a mouse, please do so because at least for me, I felt like the controller did not have enough precision um, because it has two different speeds and you toggle them by holding. Uh, I want to say B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it has a variety of power ups and power downs and nice background. It's it's a nice game overall. I don't I don't know how much it goes for, but if it's if it's cheap, it's something that you should pick up. Mm. Um. So, are you curious now to play other Arkanoid games? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, both Arkanoid and Arkanoid Two, like I said, came up for the NDS. Um, so either the NES versions or like the original main versions like those games are quite good. Um, I never played Arkanoid Returns, but I'm kind of curious to check it out now. Yeah. I want to, I want to take a look at the PlayStation Arkanoid. Yeah. Um, there's actually, there's actually two versions of that, I guess. There's the original, there's the original arcade port and, and, and they also came out the following year with an enhanced version of the game. Okay. Although, um, although I don't know what the enhanced version does and that may have been Japan only. Um, oh, all right. I'll have this, to take a look at that. But this game has so few English. I, I, I mean, this game. I, I mean, this game has, has so little has so little words in it that it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're looking to get a physical copy, it kind of does technically matter. <laughs> uh, yeah, I suppose. Um, you mentioned eBay a moment ago, and I was actually pleasantly surprised. Um, as Is you it like two dollars? No, uh, close though. Um, two money. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought this game would go for a lot of money because this is uh, be, uh, like I said, this was a this was a late Super NES release. Um, there's just no demand for it. Uh, there's not many copies available. Uh, available. There was uh, there's currently there's currently there's currently 22 copies listed, and with 38 copies uh, like like sold in the last nine months, so it's a, uh, so it's on there, but not super, it's, uh, it's on there available, but it's not super common. 
So I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the game's not printed uh, printed in large amounts because it was a late a late game release and and this kind of niche. Right. Um, but like you said, there's not a lot of demand for it. Uh, this is probably the cheapest game we've looked at so far. It's like the history of the podcast. Um, card only. Uh, these prices include shipping. Uh, can range from five dollars to five dollars and twenty five cents to uh, like up nineteen dollars. That's not bad. Complete seventeen fifty to seventeen fifty to twenty nine dollars. I would I would pay for the complete. Wow, that's and, pretty and, cool. And even uh, and two uh, uh, and even and, and even two and, and even two sealed examples uh, did not go for very much money. Uh, one sold for thirty dollars and the other one sold for forty one. Oh wow! Maybe I should buy all the sealed copies and m- make sure the price goes up so I can sell them for two or three times more. Mm. <laughs> so uh, yeah, because like I said, this game, this game, this game is a Super NES exclusive. Like I said, it never got. Uh, um, it's not based off an arcade version. It never got released anywhere else. Um, it's not available on the virtual console, as far as I know. Um, so uh, the only way you can play it is either by grabbing a cart or through emulation. So. Um, and and with how cheap this game is, I definitely recommend checking it out if you have a system. For sure. And a, uh, one last thing, I I uh, I always got to laugh like under the game title because they're being very cute with it. Uh, like you know, like an Arkanoid do it again. <laughs> it is kind of clever. Uh, yeah. So kind of playing out there, you know, like like I said, Do D O H is the name of the uh, you know, is the name of the she like the name of the big bad boss who's been antagonizing you throughout the series. So um, there's so 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 like there was like playing off of it, but yeah, very cute. But <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, this is so this is definitely like a very fun, family friendly, uh, definitely kind of a casual game. I think people, I think I think the reason that my dad that he enjoyed playing it is because the fact that this is kind of a game that appealed to like non gamers. I guess that makes sense. So, um, um, that's pretty much it for me as far as like final thoughts of the game, George. Like, do you have anything else you want to say about it? it it's it's a good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes me yeah it makes me want yeah definitely yeah definitely makes me want to check out uh, check out check out check out the games and series that I missed. I most definitely want to check out the PlayStation version. Mm, so, so anyway, um. We are going to be covering another game, um, uh, another game in the next episode of the podcast that we've not yet looked at before. Um, again, like again, trying to stay unique out there. With some of the some of the branching out, some of the genres genres uh, genres that we've not yet covered in the podcast. Um, do you want to tell the listeners out there, George, what we're covering next time? Uh, WWF Royal Rumble. Yes, a wrestling game. So, because George is a big time wrestling fan. Oh, uh, big time. I guess. I guess you could say that. <laughs> I mean, the, I am a wrestling fan, so more of the modern era, though, compared to the compared to the era, uh, like when like when this game came out, though. Right? I mean, like mid nineties to like mid two thousands. I still watch modern stuff, but I'd say wrestling was good, really good, until about the mid two thousands or so. Mm. So. So you may be familiar with some of the wrestlers, flex the wrestlers that this game has. Oh yeah, I'm I'm familiar with basically all of them in the game. Mm, okay, I'm just not familiar with them as I would be with you know one of the wrestlers from like 
you know, like the 2000s or something. Right. So I thought this may be interesting to check out both. I uh, check out both because of the fact that George is a big wrestling fan, and also because nobody really talks about wrestling games. Do wrestling games like the wrestling games like the system? Yeah. Um, wrestling games. Wrestling games. Wrestling games get a lot of coverage on get, get coverage coverage like on the NES and and on the N64. And, I mean, and the on thing the is, but the thing is, it's if it's not Fire Pro, a lot of wrestling games are not the greatest and. And we'll we'll see how you feel about this one when we get to it. Well, like I said, I never play this one because I never play this one because um, I did have some fun. Um, I actually had a lot of fun with the NES style wrestling games, uh, games like you know like um, I you know like WWF wrestling, uh, plus the original like pro wrestling, uh, like Nintendo. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are fun games, but I never played any wrestling games after that. Uh, I think the worst wrestling game would be pro wrestling for the Master System. Never even heard of that one. It's it's really weird because oh, is that the one that has that really stupid, funny box cover of the guys, the, the guy holding like a he, uh, like one wrestler holding another wrestler's head. It's it's the headless guy holding. I'm assuming it's his own head. I don't yeah, know. right, right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that helps uh, box covers like that. Especially box covers like that system. Yeah. <laughs> so what's interesting about that game is. Um, it originally was a Japanese game, mm-hmm. and that, that yeah that was and it was based off of this female wrestler called Dump Masamoto, um, and the thing is it was an all women's wrestling game, but huh. when they ported it um, to to the other territories, they changed it to an all male cast and they just made it just a general wrestling game and it's not it's not very good. Huh. Uh, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Well, we will have to see how this wrestling game holds up then. Oh, it, it's better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Um, I, I actually have this complete in box. Mm-hmm. I got it for very cheap. The box is not in ideal condition, but it's it's. I have it. So was this published by Acclaim? Uh, no, this was LJM. Well, almost the same thing because LJM was a label of... Mm, yeah, but what? LJM went... To, Went to, had a, had a lot of other developers than mm. acclaim. Was it acclaim? There's a, a huge possibility it was. Yes. Yeah, because like acclaim, acclaim, acclaim owned LJN during this time period, and and they published. Um, they got around the original reason. The original reason for creating uh, LJN was because that they wanted to get around the restriction restriction about putting out like five games a year, like the NES. Um, so they released. Like they made a second label, uh, and they're the reason why this rule was put out. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, well, Konami did they're, also. They're, they're the example. Well, I mean, Konami the, Konami did also with Ultra, and most of the Ultra games are very good. Uh, yes, just, but that's. But you're comparing Konami to a claim. Yes, I know. So. You're, being a little, you're being a little ridiculous. So here, so so here, this is so here, this is an LJ game worries me, but we'll see how it holds up. Because it's 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 playable. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I want to see what you say. <laughs> I do not I, I do not have good memories of playing LJ games. Let's just you know just, just there just are it that some way. decent ones out there, but a lot of them aren't so great. But uh, yep, this would be for this would be this would be interesting next time at least. I, I don't know about fun, but interesting at least. So, <laughs> um, so if you have any questions, feedbacks, comments, etc., uh, please check us out on our Facebook page, or you can also email me directly to the SNES Podcast at yahoo.com. That's 
that's spelled T-H-E-S-N-E-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Um, spell Yahoo. Y-A-H-O-O. Oh, man, I thought I was going to get that. <laughs> um, do you talk to anybody reach you if you want to? Um, only good people can reach me. Uh, <laughs> no bad ones can reach me, too. Only if they're nice. Um, well, uh, I'm on Twitter. You can follow me at Mr. Chief. That's at M-I-S-T-U-R-C-H-E-E-F. Uh, I'm also going to put this out. Uh, I'm getting more into streaming games now uh, on Twitch. You can follow me on uh, Twitch. That's basically the same name. Uh, Twitch.tv slash M-I-S-T-U-R-C-H-E-E-F. Um, that is not a family-friendly stream. Um, <laughs> and recently I've been playing like PS2 games for the most part. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I will get to like Master System games and I'll probably start streaming uh, games that we play for this podcast. But um, other than that, I do other podcasts. Um, and those are, uh, well, Greg and I do PlayStation Power together. Uh, that's going to be fun <laughs> the next game we're covering. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, boy. And uh, I do Master System Masterpieces. Um, I also do VR Enclave, and sometimes I appear on uh, One Up, the One Up Gaming podcast. Mm. Uh, and I believe that is it, unless I am in doing podcasts in my sleep now. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know i'm i'm sneaky i'm sneaky when i'm sleeping yeah but yeah uh, um so yeah uh, please check us out like on itunes and give us some uh, uh like i uh, give us a rating on there like use that uh we you can also find that you uh, you can also you can also like you can also like on the podcast on Libsyn and soon to be stitcher i'm still working on that having a technical problem with stitcher which i'm trying to get resolved but Wait. You're having trouble with Stitcher? Yeah, my email is being ignored for some reason. So, oh, um, see, when, when I did Stitcher, it was just like I just like snapped my fingers and it like worked. The first time, I, the first time I put it up there two years ago, yeah, it was like that. I'm not sure what's happening this time. I'm uh, um, I'm looking into it. So. I actually forgot Stitcher is a thing. I feel bad. <laughs> I'm so I'm so sorry. The thing is, I've I've looked at metrics recently, and I I don't think I've seen. Or I've seen very little people use Stitcher to look at my podcast or listen to my podcast. You can't look at a podcast. Um, if you could look at a podcast, it'd be very weird. <laughs> well, audio podcasts. Yeah. At least. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's not get uh, this into one of my stupid ramblings. <laughs> some people, some people do post a podcast to, to you know the podcast, their podcast episodes, the podcast, the podcast episodes on uh, your episodes on YouTube. I've done that before, yes. Yep. So, but uh, yeah. Anyway, you can also, and anyway, uh, we are also a proud member of both the Retro Junkies and Throwback Networks. Uh, so please check out all the other great retro themed podcasts on there, including including George Wrestling podcasts. So, um, if you want to check, um, so if you want to check them out, uh, you definitely should. I, I probably should. <laughs> I need to take a look at this Throwback Network thing. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep, the throw, yep, throwback network guys are great. So. I don't, I do, I don't do any of the work for this podcast. That's Greg's stuff. So, uh, yes. So it was, it was, it was no, there was no help on my part on getting into throwback network. That yeah, that was a long time, a long time to get approved too. So uh, over six month process. So I'm wow. So I'm thrilled to be on there finally. So yeah, no, that's that's awesome. 
But uh, good yeah. job, Greg. Yep, uh, downloads, downloads are coming along very well. So people out there are listening. Uh, they may not be giving. Oh no! Us- people are listening to me. <laughs> oh no! We're not getting any feedback, which I understand because I'm terrible at giving feedback and uh, feedback and on dozens of podcasts I listen to. But the numbers are, uh, uh, you know, but the numbers indicate people are listening to us. So that's great. That's good. Maybe they're just <laughs> downloading it and they're like, oh, I'll listen to it later. And then years pass by and they just completely forget about us. Some people, some people have told me that they feel guilty about getting feedback on episodes because they, they, they uh, because they're because they're like two, three, four months behind. And by the time they actually catch up to it, they're like, oh, this is an old game at this point. And I'm like, I mean, yeah. oh, it's an old game. <laughs> it's really SNES podcast, but oh, it's, you know, it's been about a year. It's an but old game. You know game. what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, even if, even if you're going to take a look at this, li- look at this, listen this, why <laughs> look, if you're going to listen to this and it's been like a year or so past even still we want we want some feedback by all means yes yes it's nice to look at so yeah so both of us are getting punch drunk i think it's our cue just like end this already george (laughs) okay bye take care all thank you very much nintendo controls 80 percent of the video market but no matter how you play the game or which game you play Things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep power.